Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksana. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. And we have, unfortunately, more bad news for you. It seems we're only bringing you podcasts full of withdrawals. And this time it is the King of Clay. He is withdrawing from Toronto, the National Bank Open, due to a foot injury, JG. And he will not be defending his title this year. Will he be fit for the US Open? That's the big question. I'm just sick of it, Ben. I'm yeah. just so sick of it. It's just so frustrating. I feel sorry for him. Um, he's clearly having issues with the foot. That's why he lost really to Lloyd, Lloyd Harris in the last event. He's not looked the same. Obviously, almost got knocked out to uh, Jack Sock as well recently. I can understand why he's withdrawn. He's definitely injured. He's got an issue with the foot. Is yeah. he preserving himself for the US Open? Is it now going to be detrimental to his US Open run, not playing any events? Is he going to play Cincinnati? I'm not even sure. I, I, I doubt it, if I'm honest. And I'm even throwing it out there. I'm not sure we're going to see him at the US Open. I think it's just getting to the stage where I just don't have that much belief anymore. And I was only here yesterday saying, I'm hoping that we see Rafa, Roger and Djokovic at the US Open. And it just, we're in 24 hours. I'm already so negative about it. But saying all of that, I hope we are to see him there. He's not said he's not going to be playing that. It seems to me, I watched the video of him. I don't know if you saw the video of him sort of announcing it. No, um, not yet. He seems quite upbeat about it and the fact that he's going to be back. So hopefully we see him at the US Open because if we don't, I'll be really upset. I really will. Wow. I know you've got the statement here, so maybe we can go through that. Yeah, indeed. Uh, I'll take you through that one quickly. This one's been released from the National uh, Bank Open, I believe. And they were just saying uh, the 
five-time champion in Toronto, Rafael Nadal, has withdrawn from the National Bank Open, presented by Rogers, due to the left foot injury. Uh, he had some words to say about it. He said, I've had this issue for a couple of months, as people know. Of course, it's not a happy situation after all the success that I had here in Canada, not being able to play this year after missing a year. It's a yeah. tough one. Yeah, I'm, I totally agree with him there. It is sad, like missing a whole year and then finally, this is one he does so it, well It's the at. worst time because we've had COVID where we've had all these events cancelled and not being played. Now the events are coming back. The injuries are sort of coming around. And yeah. Federer's had it quite fortunate with the fact that he missed the year mm. getting surgery or whatever when there was no tournaments. But yep. you can't really say that because he's struggling with fitness now. But in theory, I was just hoping Rafa had his injuries earlier on and now he would be fresh, ready to play. But it doesn't work like that, does it, clearly? He's had he's had plenty, I think. To... He's been plagued by him. It's just so unfortunate, Rafa, with injuries. I don't want to get into it because I'm going to sound bitter. But the guy has been robbed of many titles over the last few years, or over the last 20 years, say. Uh, and a lot of it has been because of injuries, unfortunately. Yeah, he's pulled out of so many tournaments and uh, had long spells on the sidelines trying to recover. But he's always come back stronger. But the older you get, you always got to worry. Uh, obviously, we were talking about there was going to, well, we were going to be seeing 20, 20, 20 in this US Open. It looks like we're just going to be seeing 20 at the moment. <laughs> Djokovic looking like, oh, is everybody going to uh, step aside and let me go on to take number 21? Obviously, it won't be as easy as that, but it, it could well be. Uh, a weight off his shoulders if there's not the other two there sort of stealing the limelight a little bit from him. Yeah. But anyway, I'll continue what he was saying. He said it's a tough one, but that's how it is today. Uh, I need to go back and try and find a way to be better again. At the end of the day, for me, the most important thing is to enjoy playing tennis. Today, with this pain, I'm not able to enjoy it. And I really don't believe that I have the chance to fight for the things that I really need to fight for. Uh, that's a yeah, really it's, good it's, point. it makes sense, though. Like, at the end of the day, it's better that he, he withdraws than watch him struggling, hobbling yeah. around and going out and losing to people he shouldn't be losing to. I would much prefer him just rest it, rest it all together, skip Cincinnati as well, and just go into the US Open. Uh, yeah. Probably what, what, we're, what Roger Federer is doing as well. These guys are getting older. Um, it is sad, but we've just got to accept it. They've been playing. They've given us so much joy over the years. Yes. Now they're coming to the end. Um, they're going to have to pick and choose tournaments wisely. I just need to see them in the US Open this year from selfish reasons. I just need to see it. I can't allow Rafa not to be in the US Open, especially oh, yeah. after what happened at Roland Garros with Djokovic beating him in that semi-final. I need him there and I need some revenge and I need to see him there. So please do not let me down, Rafa. Make sure you're there. Well you got to think the last time he played there, he was the champion there in 2019. He didn't play there last year and Dominic Team managed to grab the title. So in theory, there would have been, well, there still could be two defending champions stepping on court in the US Open, which would be really exciting and gives it another dimension as well, having two champions haven't been defeated there since they last played there, which is quite exciting. Dominic Team's, well, he's... Or fell off the face of the planet, but he might be coming back. We'll talk about that a bit uh, later on. I'll just finish this one off. Um, he said, I really wanted to play here a lot, but now is the moment to make a, uh, well, to make a decision 
and this is unfortunately the decision I've had I've taken and probably in the next couple of days we're going to know more interesting so he's probably going to be having some some tests and whatnot uh, done on this foot which is plaguing him we obviously saw against Djokovic was the first real signs we got to see that he was struggling on it properly no. I think that he, he probably did have it before but he doesn't ever show it and Djokovic sort of just brought it out for the public to see really and uh, wore him down so he had to get the wraps cut off didn't he all yeah. that. after that I don't think there was much point playing Mate, on after the that. big fear for me in a grand slam is it's just a big battle of the body, isn't it? Physically, yep. you've got what seven matches to win the whole thing. Um, and it's just very Ooh, intense. Cool. It's best of five. It's tricky. It really is. And Ollie makes a good point. Obviously he's a big Rafa fan saying the thing is with chronic foot injury, rest doesn't help uh, with the p- pandemic hiatus. His knees were never better, but his foot was in a bad way. Uh, hence his withdrawal from the US Open in 2020. So really, what he's saying is the rest doesn't change too much. And that's what worries me because if he is to play the US Open, he may get through the first few rounds and then the pain might start creeping in again. It's like exactly what happened at Roland Garros. He got himself through to the semi-final, um, playing quite well up in up in disposal. He started the semi-final amazingly, yeah. uh, almost went for a, a bagel straight off the, like, just like the year before, yeah. didn't it, against Djokovic? Wasn't able to do it. And then Djokovic grew into it. And the more the match was going on, the foot pain was getting more and more evident. And and this is my big fear. If he's to make a deep run into the US Open, I think from the quarters onward, it's probably the foot pain's going to come back again, which me- makes me think he might play it. He might start mm. off well, but is he going to end well? And ultimately, a champion is the player who ends best, not the one who starts it well. I agree. And we saw his last hardcore Grand Slam he was in that crazy five-setter with Stefan Tsitsipas where he ended up losing from two sets to love up against Tsitsipas. And if he gets drawn into another one of those battles again and he has it earlier on in the tournament, imagine that, five-setter. Imagine if he has a couple of five-setters early on in the tournament. I think it's but it's going to be game over Oh, mate, for stop. Him. I actually could cry. I'm actually, I'm actually upset. It's really annoying because it's going to... For me, it's dampened the whole excitement of it as well because I don't I just don't think he can challenge I really don't let's look at some of the other players you've got obviously Djokovic the main man he's the one to beat and you're going to have Dominic Team coming back I know we'll talk about at the end Medvedev Tsitsipas a lot of these players I think they beat they, they're going to beat Fet. they'll beat Rafa they'll, they'll comfortably beat him on the hard courts Zverev I think a lot of these will beat him and that's because he's not moving the same hard courts have never been his thing but at least Give himself a fighting chance. If he's fully fit, I fancy him. He can beat any of them. I really yeah. believe that. But if he's not, it's just like he's fighting against the tide. I just, I can't see it happening. And the worst thing is I'm going to have to sit there and watch it happen. I know he's going to probably try and enter the US Open and I just don't see it going too well. That's why, I don't know. It's just a tough one, man. It's just not a nice situation to be in. No, I totally, uh, it is. it will be sad to see because part of, Part of his game is the movement. That the he has such speed, even for somebody who's later in their career, he gets to the net very fast. He gets side to side, and he's a grinder. And you take that part, the movement away from a grinder, they're just a, more of a stationary target where you can just pick them off the court. And that's that's just not Rafa, is it? I mean, we're we're not used to seeing him in those vulnerable states on court where he, he's restricted in movement. 
Yeah, so, but I don't think that's he doesn't do that though. What he'll do is he'll just give his all. He'll try his best. He'll just fight through the pain yeah, barrier, yeah, and it'll just get to a certain mm. point where he's it's getting worse can't. and worse. Where he physically then can't move. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that is it's just sad to see when you get to that, like against Djokovic, when he just he couldn't physically run anymore. There was no. It was Djokovic could just push him around yeah. the court. What, and what we got to see tennis wise in that is just nothing yeah. sort of remarkable, incredible. I'll never, ever forget it. For for sure, one of the best, well, if not the greatest match I've ever seen. It was amazing because we were covering it on the podcast. Yeah, It was just phenomenal. And it is going to be sad when these guys retire. It does feel like we're definitely coming to the end, especially with all these podcasts we keep doing. With, <laughs> know, he's withdrawn, bad, he's withdrawn. It? He's out of this like event. It. He's been knocked out early doors. It is worrying. Uh, even Djokovic starting to have a little bit of fitness concerns, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't read too much into that. I think it's just because he's played an obscene amount of tennis and I don't think anyone can do that and not even Djokovic. He tried it, but it was a bit crazy um, and it's sort of all catching up on him. So for, for him, he's holding out quite well. Uh, I wouldn't be too worried about Djokovic coming to an end anytime soon. He's going to be back stronger than, the other, stronger than ever. The other two, though, not looking good. And there's some um, mm. interesting uh, information in the chat. I don't know how accurate this is. Let me see if I can find it. Um, it's gone now, but it's about the from the tennis podcast. Yeah, I saw uh, that. It's this one. Can you see it? it? Is it this one? Yeah, there Same we go. Way. Apparently, their info is Federer retires at Labour Cup. Mm, I can see it happening. Uh, I hope it's not true, though. Yeah, but we'll wait and see. We don't know the extent of his injury, do we? Sorry, we got uh, Ibrahim sent in another message just earlier, just saying, "I love the Djokovic song." Do you think Djokovic can win the U.S. Open? Well, with all this news, I think it's definitely a possibility. Like, he's going to be licking his lips. Oh, right his, now. his odds of cutting half, I'm sure. Yeah, half yeah for sure. For sure. I mean, his his biggest test now, you're probably looking at someone like Medvedev again on the hard courts. Or Zverev again. He obviously beat him in the Olympics. Well, save that fault. Save that yeah. fault. Because I've got something planned for the end of the podcast about nice. his biggest threat. Uh, and you're going to have to hear me out on it because okay. you're probably going to disagree. But let's just go to the chat as well because some other interesting sure. points. George, you're saying Nadal's going to drop below number five. We spoke about this event being a must win for him. He's not going to win it. He's out of it. So he's going to be dropping, mm. I think it's half points for this still, yeah. um, but it's still annoying. And it means potentially the number five is a real possibility because Zverev, if he goes deep at Cincinnati, which you'd probably expect him to do, yeah. then Nadal's going to drop down. So if he does go to enter the US Open, we could even see a quarterfinal against Djokovic, which just makes it wow. even worse for him. Yeah, that's not that's not nice, is it? Uh, really, really. But then saying bad, that, like... trying to turn it on the positive, if he's struggling to get through an event, it maybe we'd prefer to play Djokovic earlier than later. Maybe. His foot I might don't... be in a bit of better state by then. If possible, yeah, yeah. You never know. That might be the last uh, last chance saloon of that match, though. And you could probably know it would be dra- dragged into deep water by Djokovic anyway. He'd probably just keep the rallies going for as long as possible just to get Rafa, I don't know, ruined after one set, I think. But I think Djokovic just has that mentality. He'll just go hours, hours, hours. And uh, the body always seems to hold up. And I'm not sure what the weather's going to be like over there. Obviously, he's going to be hoping it's going to be less humid than it was over in Japan because that yeah. was a real problem for him. Uh, I'll yeah. just take that off there for a second. Yeah, just quickly, the last part of that, we'll just read so, it out. It's because it's important. It's about the actual replacement. So they're yeah. going to have a lucky loser. Uh, it's going to be Feliciano Lopez. 
So he's going to be put into the draw to play Lloyd Harris, I believe. Yeah. Well, so with, <laughs> he's avoiding him. Maybe he just saw the draw and thought, I'm not playing him again. Could be. Could I be. can't handle that. Just got beaten <laughs> by him. Can he handle? What is it going to tarnish his legacy if he loses two matches in a row to the same player, Lloyd Harris, who's like number 50 in the world? Yeah. Could do. It's going to be good for Lloyd Harris, though, because I think he can beat uh, Feliciano. So that's good yeah. for him. Hopefully, he can have a little run. Um, let's see what other people are saying. 12 travel to run. Nadal's only played seven events all year. Uh, so it's hardly surprising he's dropping down the rankings. Yeah, to be expected. Mm. Same with Federer. I think, especially when the points go back to normal, which I believe is happening after Cincinnati. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think it is Cincinnati. Is oh, at, at Cincinnati, yeah. yeah. So that's when they're, they're all going back to normal. These if, at the end of the day, we're going to see a, a more fair reflection after that, and we're going to see how the ranking should be. And Federer is going to drop down massively, and the Dow probably could do as well because he's not playing much and he's not winning much either. No, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? How things can quickly change around in these uh, rankings, especially with all these points being defended at the moment. Djokovic with the 1,000, Nadal with a 1,000 here. I think he's only having half of his, though. And then yep. you've got the US Open, and uh, obviously we've got that guy who's the defending champion, Dominic yep. Team. Uh, will he be there to defend it, JG? That's the question that I pose to you, sir. Well, you can get the picture up, mate, because it's something <laughs> I wanted to talk about, and that is some positive news. I felt like I, ha- I couldn't do this pod, I could not do this podcast without something positive at the end of it. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and that's in the shape of Dominic Team. He just put this uh, on Instagram with the caption. I can't see it at the bottom. I'll get rid of the banner for a sec. Swapping the splint for my racket. So obviously, we've seen he's had an issue <laughs> with his wrist. Um, it was very painful. I've got the actual diagnostic the diagnostic here. He had a detachment of the posterior uh, sheath of the ulmar side of the right wrist. So it doesn't sound great. Sounds horrible. And it's been a very long road to recover. I think it's been several weeks now. Um, a lot of physiotherapy, trying to regain some mobility back into the wrist and some muscle strength. Uh, it's been a long road for him. It's been disappointing because he's been the sort of breath of fresh air, really. Aside from the bet, the top, the big three, he's the mm. man who we've all turned to as the sort of the savior for the sport because he can pull off some incredible results on his day. He can be every player on tour. I, I still stand by that. And could yep. he? He's gonna, could he be back now for the U.S. Open? He's, he's got this. He's got his racket back there. Um, I'm sure he's going to be back in training. Going to take it slow. You'd expect him to be back for the US Open. And if he is, I think he could be a real dark horse because he's won it it last time round. Could he be the man to stop Djokovic? Probably the most likely right now. We never know, do you? Because Medvedev, he is susceptible to losing the odd match here and there. He had a bit of a close one today, actually. Went to three with Bublik. So... Uh, I'm not that convinced by that that result. Obviously, the last time they played in a Grand Slam, Dominic Team that was at the US Open last year, he beat him in straight sets. So that's a signal of intent. If he's able to re- rekindle that form from the last US Open, he has a chance. But it's a very big ask. Yeah, uh, well, there's a lot of people dismissing him, saying no chance this, no chance that. I think the problem is with fans, and this is across all sports, they're a bit fickle. 
and they remember there's a lot of recency bias going into things. And I understand he's injured, and I understand it takes him some time to get back into it. But you need to remember, Dominic Team, prior to the injury, was arguably the fittest man on tour. He yeah. played more than any other player. He was breaking records for playing the most matches in a calendar year. He was an absolute beast. In his off time, he used to play with friends. Uh, he loves tennis. He trains like an absolute beast. Who's it we had on the podcast who was saying he was doing smashes for like four hours? Oh. Marchenko, oh, was, I think. Was it Marchenko? Possibly, yeah. yeah I think so, yeah. Yeah, and right. everyone respects him <laughs> for his hard work in the gym and what he can do. If anyone can get back quickly, I think it's him. He's not that old. Um, he's not had many injuries in the past. I can re- I can recollect at all. So who's to say he can't just bounce back? He's not. He's definitely got a lot of uh, natural tennis ability, and I would not write off uh, Dominic Team. Do it at your own peril. I can. I totally agree. He he's he was a breath of fresh air uh, before the injury. It just was sad that everybody was trying to work out why he was suddenly falling off and not winning any matches and looked like he was really struggling on court before that uh he pulled out of all those tournaments he he didn't look himself at all his head was down the whole time on court he was wearing the cap all the time which was unusual didn't don't normally see him wearing that yeah. and it just seemed like he was trying to hide a little bit it's just like he didn't want to really be there he was there but it wasn't the real dominic team and if he's back to full fitness He's one who can challenge with all the top players as on all the surface and arguably hard court was becoming his thing and becoming his better surface. So obviously he's missed the clay court swing, but hopefully he's been practicing on hard and yep. uh, we'll get to see him. I'm, I'm guessing he's not going to be in Cincinnati, is he? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. It's a good point. In fact, I'd like to see him there a little bit before. Yeah. I give him some preparation. He obviously didn't do very well the year before. Lost mm. against uh, Kranovic yeah. in the first round, I think. So he's got some points he can gain. There's no harm in going there if he feels fit enough. Um, the last thing I really wanted to say before we wrap this up is, I think now, as a next-gen player, not even next-gen, just anyone who's not the big three, they mm. need to be looking at this situation on tour and they need to grab it and they need to go, you know what, I'm going to make my name, my name for myself. I'm going to be winning some big events and this is my time to shine. This is my time to be a star because you look at Djokovic, he's had a bit of a shaky um, ending in, in the Olympics recently. Didn't go well for him. Uh, had some injury concerns. Federer, we don't have to talk too much about him. He's not hit form, well, since yep. he's been back, really. He had a few spells here and there, but not much. And the Dow foot injuries, struggling with his serving. It's not the same big three. It certainly isn't. Djokovic, you could say, the most normal. He's just had a bad Olympic. <laughs> um, but look normal. at the other guys. Come on, this is Medvedev, Sitsipas. What's Sitsipas doing? He should Nothing. be absolutely reveling in this. And do you know the man who we don't talk about enough? Zverev. He's just yeah. beaten Djokovic He's on the, the hard courts in me. the Olympics. Who's to say he, he should have the confidence to win the US Open? He got to the final last year. And he should really have a lot of self-belief to go far. And That's, let's go yeah. Let's go, go over a bit more crazier. Let's look at some of the young players coming through, like a Sinner, like a Brooksby, like yeah. some of these other ones. Maybe Brooksby a bit soon, but Sinner's been here for a while. He just won an event. He needs to be looking at this now. And he's had mental barriers against the big three playing them. He's never going to get a better shot to beat them right now. They're, yeah. not in good, they're not in a good state of form. I would fancy a Yannick Sinner against Federer early. And he needs to, he needs to rise to the occasion 
and not be overawed by it. And there's a lot of young players I can say the same thing about. This upcoming event, especially the US Open, it's an opportunity for a young player to do something which not many people do and write themselves in history. A bit like Del Potro, become a legend. Let's see who can do it. I think Mate. it's definitely possible. I, th I think it's I think it's possible as well. I even think there's other players out there who could step up to the mark as well. We saw in the Olympics, the final was Hatchinov versus Zverev. Hatchinov suddenly made a little resurgence at the moment. I'm not sure he could win it, but that's another player who could potentially go deep uh, in the US Open if they get a favourable draw. He'll be fancying himself. He, he did well at Wimbledon. He did well at the Olympics. Why not? Stop the attitude. Stop the sulking. Stop the problems with the on-court coaching. Focus. Get this job done. And let's see what you can do as well. Because he's an incredible player. Her catch, good shout in the chat. Kalenia There's a lot Busta. of these guys. I want to see them hungry. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see too much respect to the big three given. I want to see a bit more of a fighting spirit from them. And hopefully we can get that because it's open. And if they really believe in themselves, because a lot of the times it's not been because of ability they've been losing. They've been losing to these these big three players because ultimately they don't have the mental side. I don't want to see that anymore. This is the time. So you disregarded me saying Karenio Buster twice there and didn't yeah. uh, go along with it? <laughs> I'm not going along with Buster, no. But he's, he's a good player. He is a good player, for sure. Yeah, he definitely is. Well, look, he got to the semi-final. He was two sets to love up against Zverev in last year's semi-final. And he beat Djokovic in the bronze medal match as well. Yeah. So he's going to have some confidence coming into the US Open as well. There's going to be some other players as well. The big servers, they'll be there. That's in America as well. Don't ever rule them out. There's obviously the young Americans. Corder. Yeah, the young Americans. This is Tommy Paul, Corder, Brooksby. Uh, Nakashima, I'm sure he'll be in there as well. Keep yeah. your eye out for all of those guys. It's an exciting yeah. time for. Uh, and what about Mackenzie McDonald? Obviously lost today to Benoit Pair, but just played a whole tournament. So I have to think it was always possible. To be honest, Liam, there saying John Isner, surely not. It's F1 lovers' time to shine. Isner could make a charge. Never too late for him. Uh, I just want to address something else. Really off the top topic of um, tennis. And that is PSG. We've had a lot of people asking us about it and oh, apologies for answering. We'll just do a little bit now. Uh, Michael saying, can PSG win the Champions League? This is in light of obviously the record signing. Um, well, I say record signing, it was free. But in terms of wages and everything else, right. it is a monster, <laughs> monster signing. It's, I don't think we've ever seen the signing gain this much attention. I know the, well, it's Messi. Messi going to PSG from Barcelona on a free. The, the, the shirt free sold well. out. They sold out in the UK. They was listed at 10 p.m. and they sold out at 10 p.m. Um, so you can't get a shirt with Messi's name on it. He's it is pretty amazing. They've got they've got an attack now. Ne uh, Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe. I think they will win the Champions League. I know you're not too keen and you don't want it to happen. I don't really. I think you're I a bit of more of a traditionalist. I just don't. I just don't like him going to France, mate. To be honest, I just thought that he would have a little bit more. Uh, he'd want a bit more of a challenge. Come to the Premier League. Come on, go a rainy Tuesday night away at Stoke. That's where you want to be going. Obviously, I don't think Stoke are even in the Premier League anymore. No. But it doesn't. <laughs> but that's what I mean. That sort of mentality. Go go up against the uh, the big crunching defenders. The players that. 
someone like his size might struggle in the Premier League, and that's probably why. Like you saw Di Maria. No, that was, I'm not buying Di, it, man. Di, Di Maria, you saw what happened to Do him in the Premier League. Do not compare Di Maria to Lionel Messi. <laughs> You're an absolute disgrace. Lionel Messi would rip it up in the Premier League. I'm just disappointed we don't get to ever see it because I think he's signed it signed it away now as a not a possibility. He'd probably be at PSG for the two years of his term and then probably go on to United States of America or something like that. Um, I, in the I, MLS. In all, all fairness, I, I would rather him go to uh, PSG than go to Man City, though. Yeah, but <laughs> so part sad, of me we just wanted to see him in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, and I would have been Shout nice. out to Sam as well, because I know she <laughs> likes Barcelona and I do like Barcelona as well, Messi, and it is a bit sad to see that all coming to an end. I know he was quite emotional in his speech. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wrap it up there. If you want to know more about uh, me and Ben talking about Barcelona and Lionel Messi and PSG, head over to our Patreon because we do talk about anything in there. If you want to talk to us about it, we can jump in the live chat. Um, we can do, There's a voice channel in there too. So join that for more content. But for the tennis fans who are watching this, we'll have to leave it there. I know not everyone likes it. <laughs> Uh, I bet there's a few people have switched off already. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we'll wrap it up, though. Uh, if you Indeed. haven't already, like the video, subscribe if you're new. Rafa's not going to be here in Toronto. Didn't even get to see a match. He's not defending the title. Hopefully, he's back for the US Open. And please, just fix that foot because I can't bear it if he's not there. Yeah, indeed. Agreed. Right. See you. I'm uh, well. Later on in the week. Yeah. See you guys. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.